2013, after almost 20 years in pre-hospital care, having had the opportunity to work just all over the world with an amazing bunch of people, I took on what turned out to be my biggest challenge yet. I had the opportunity to start with the inaugural class of community paramedics trained at the Center for Emergency Medicine in Pittsburgh under Dan Swayze, and then dive into something that immediately felt like it was the answer to what was missing. The decade leading up to that point had been spent doing something very different, you know, chasing war and disaster, and working with both you know, the highest level of special operations qualified clinicians from not only the U.S. and our allies, but also community health workers and other non-physicians who lived and practiced in the communities they're from under these incredibly austere conditions. And what I saw time and again was that the quality of care for the community and for the individual patient was greatest when we were looking at the totality of the psychological, uh, social, and environmental factors in addition to their right now clinical needs. You know, interventional clinical care was secondary to ensuring that people had the ability to manage their health effectively. And the intersection here with pre-hospital emergency care was almost surprising. You know, emergency responders are so used to interacting with people at the peaks of crisis when everything has failed and now the crisis is real or at least perceived. But the stories that they shared, you know, these patients and, and that the medics hear from those people, all of them, patients, family members, bystanders and others, described these things that led up to the crisis. And what became obvious was that paramedics throughout our entire career have become so accustomed to hearing about preventable and modifiable situations that, you know, had they been addressed sooner, would have prevented the emergency from happening in the first place. You know, but our normal emergency response systems don't give us a lot of flexibility to address those problems. You know, training as a community paramedic and learning how to be, you know, both perceptive and sensitive to those issues and then deploying those CPs within either mobile integrated health programs or even as individual assets or resources within an emergency response system, you know, is the opportunity to address all of those modifiable and preventable causes and, and mitigate some of those risk factors, you know, in the community. You know, I later learned that this is described by the term social determinants of health. And, you know, really, as we started diving into understanding these macro, like community level population health issues, you know, I discovered that there was also a need to describe how specific social determinant barriers affect individuals. So after several years of field experience, you know, and then wrapping up a fellowship in disaster leadership, I got my next big opportunity, and that was to stand up and lead a program for another large regional health system. And that really expanded the network of professionals that I was exposed to, especially outside of emergency medicine and pre-hospital care. And as I started traveling to conferences and getting engaged in projects that other people had running, uh, and even leading some of my own, it became really obvious that community paramedicine had become a distinct paramedical subspecialty. And arguably an advanced specialty and since we're often employed within these more comprehensive mobile integrated health programs, you know, with other professionals from other disciplines, you know, we really needed the whole framework to support us. You know, we need forums for the exchange of free and open access knowledge and the lessons learned from experience. We need to talk about education, both the you know, initial education and training and the ongoing stuff, you know, the actual needs of clinicians in this field, you know, both to prepare them to begin work and then support them throughout their career. You know, we need to tell stories. We need to tell the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, maybe more importantly, what we need to talk about a lot is defining our value and how we're doing that both for our local stakeholders 
and starting to have conversations about what those value propositions look like on a regional or even national level. We need to pin down some of the language that we're using uh, to create some consistency for advocacy and legislation, or even pushing for the regulatory changes we all know are necessary in, at state and local government levels, you know, as it applies to our work and our scope and our role as community paramedics. You know, and equally as importantly, in the way we communicate with the stakeholders and payers. You know, and these are all critical missions that have to be taken on as we grow and mature as a subspecialty. So integrated is about that exchange of ideas. It's about taking these great conversations that occur when a few of us get together and brainstorm and getting that out to share more widely. So I want to hear from you. I want to talk to folks that are doing incredible work and folks that are struggling with things that might seem very simple to others who've been successful. Yeah, you know, I want to talk to leaders and I want to talk to people who are just entering this field and trying to find their place. And ultimately, I want all of us to take ownership over the subspecialty and our practice. So this is Integrated, the Community Paramedicine Podcast. Mm -hmm.